everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Nota Conversations. I'm your host, Lisa. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm really grateful that you guys are still here. If you are still here and if you're new to my podcast, thank you so much for joining. Um, Just a really brief rundown of what I do on my podcast. This is a super personal and raw podcast where I talk about um, issues that I deal with as a woman of of today's society um and I kind of want this place to be where um you know I share a lot of my personal experiences so that women out there don't feel alone because what I've been experiencing in the last two years is that when I speak up about what I go through it's therapeutic for me it helps me and a lot of women around me who have come forward um when I share parts of my life um especially on social media they've come forward saying that um they don't feel alone and I think in you know in a world where we are surrounded by a lot of expectations and um you know social media telling us to live our best life but we don't really see you know the really raw stuff the real stuff um that's when we become really lonely and we feel like um we're not living our best life so today's episode I want to kind of talk about self-love I have been um basically just actually editing some podcast episodes that will be coming out soon and I just had this like sort of um spring of inspiration um I've been wanting to talk about self-love for so long because I've been feeling like um in my journey with self-love which is obviously very ongoing I only just started learning about it I suppose like a couple years ago and what I've found in my like my process and my journey of self-love is that there is a lot of um, misconceptions and um, you know just the way it's portrayed online is a big thing and I think I think our world these days is very much online switched on all the time and it is hard to switch to be offline I think it's an unusual thing for anyone to hear from our peers that um, they're not on social or they don't watch things online. It's very rare these days that you'll find people spending time offline. And if there are, then those people most likely will have, um, probably a better, you know, notion of like, like mental, better mental health, like better mental well being. I suppose that's what I'm supposed to say, uh, trying to say. So a bit about my own journey with self-love was, um, you know, I started kind of getting into this a couple of years ago when I was, um, I found myself in a situation where, um, again, I was alone in, um, I suppose like being single again, and I'd never been really been single before. So I think the shortest time of me being single was maybe like four months. And, um, I guess as an adult, I've never really been single. So the last two years, um, have been quite a journey with trying to find or find myself learn more about myself what I like what I don't like um and it's been quite a difficult intriguing and challenging journey um but when I started getting into self-love I honestly thought it was just about learning how to love oneself um and just like telling yourself that you are worthy that you are deserving which I do believe I am Um, you know, I feel that most of the time. Um, but what I don't think a lot of things, like a lot of people say about self-love online is that it's also about 
accepting your flaws, accepting your bad days, accepting that you will make mistakes and that, you know, it's bound to happen. And I think, you know, the first few times I um, made these mistakes, I, I would constantly blame myself and say, well, clearly you don't love yourself enough because you would have not put yourself um, in that situation. I feel like a lot of a long time now, um, and this kind of does sort of get into mostly part of my anxiety as well with, you know, all the cognitive distortions I deal with and the worries I constantly deal with every day is that I constantly blame myself. Um, I hate myself for a lot of things that I've said or a lot of things I've done um, to, to, to people around me, my friends, my family, even in my, like when I'm dating, I'm constantly blaming myself because I don't have that self-confidence that everything I say is what I want to say at the time. It's not like a mistake or anything. Um, what I can say is like, I feel like I put a lot of pressure on myself as well to be a certain person. Um, and comparison can really kill you too. So I, I know for sure that I compare myself to a lot of my close girlfriends and their lives. And I always like look at them and admire what they have. Um, and then I just look at myself and I'm just like, wow, I'm in this situation. Like I could be in a better spot, but you know, why aren't I? And then that, that type of mindset turns to, well, clearly it's because I don't love myself. I don't care enough for myself to do it, but I don't think those thoughts are true anymore. It's taken me a a long time to get to where I am to realize that a lot of the things, a lot of the decisions I've made up to have brought me to this point. And, um, slowly but surely I'm learning that I don't have to answer to myself for any mistakes I've made or any things I've said in the past. I don't have to blame myself anymore because even if I felt at the time of saying those things, so an example, a hypothetical example would be if I stood up for myself in a work meeting and then I come out of it and I feel, oh, maybe that was a little bit too strong. I should have probably not said it, but that's how I felt at the time. And I had every right to express my opinion. The delivery could have been better for sure, but I think I still need to, you know, stand up for myself and have my back because I can't expect anyone else to do that for me. I think that the worst thing you can do as well, um, in your sort of path of self-love and, you know, self-discovery is try to externally source these types of validations to other people and get people to get behind you. But the, the one person that needs to be behind you is yourself. Um, so I'm kind of done. This is me saying like a PSA, I'm done. I'm done answering to my past self. I'm done. I don't have to justify why I said those things unless I feel the need to, you know, things I've said at the, at the, at those times or how I felt, I might not feel them anymore at this point in time, to be honest. Like I have the right to change my mind and, um, what matters is how I feel right now, right in this moment. And I think that's a true testament of loving yourself is to really forgive, you know, your, your past and just let it let it sit there, let it be in the past because now you can rewrite what you want, you know, moving forward, you don't have to make the same mistakes. You don't have to do the same cycles. You can break the cycle. Obviously it's, it's a lot of resilience and strength that you have to move forward with. But I think, um, a big thing with self-love, if you are practicing it is to really forgive yourself. I think that's something that, um, you know, the online platforms tend to forget. It's not about waking up in the morning and 
going to the mirror in the bathroom and saying, I love you. I love me. You're worthy. You're deserving. I mean, all those things are true for sure. Um, but I think it's also about like forgiving yourself and not blaming yourself. And I think my, the reason why I've struggled with self-love so much is because I blame myself a lot and I still do. And the thing is, it's going to be a really tough battle for me, um, especially the fact that I deal with mental health every day, like um, like a mental illness every day. And my mind likes to play tricks on me. And it's just a console battle with me versus me. (laughs) But, you know, I try to combat these these feelings by, you know, writing my thoughts down, rationalizing them, talking to friends and family. I think the other big thing as well is just talking. You, I always feel like there was like, actually there was a kind of a big part of this year where I felt like talking about my problems to my friends was just a big burden. And I was worried that, um, you know, I was a burden to them and they didn't want to be my friend. But I think another step of taking, you know, that self-love path and and loving yourself is telling like asking for help um that's such a big one for me asking for help is such a huge way of caring for yourself because you know you don't have to do this alone you're not alone in this and you know you might feel like you're alone but there are people out there that do love you that do support you and until you ask for help that's when you start taking care of yourself um so yeah taking care of yourself is obviously a huge thing about self-love I think um I think like for me the biggest step that I've had to do this year was to go back to therapy that was such a tough pill to swallow for me because for so many years I've dealt with anxiety um a lot of the issues that I you know had dealt with as a child um with a lot of the trauma that I had faced then has still not been healed, even though I keep telling myself like, it's fine. I don't have to deal with it. But until you actually like knock on the door to those issues inside of you and look inside of like look within side of you, um, will, I guess, different situations and interactions with different people will be a lot better. So I did a lot of big things this year. Um, and I have to say like every day it is a battle to love myself. Um, because I'm still, you know, thinking about that one liner I said to someone the other day or the way I behaved, or, you know, I'm always coming home after a day of whatever I'm doing and thinking like, Oh, I could have done those things better. But the best part is like, you always have the next day to do better. And as long as we do better every day, just a little bit, every single day, we are improving ourselves and we are becoming better people. And the most important thing as well out of this is to do it for yourself and not to do it for someone else. So I think like basically this podcast was me kind of just talking about the fact that, you know, self-love is not just about, you know, saying affirmations to yourself and, you know, making tea at the end of the day because it's been a long day and you're taking care of yourself. It's also, it's, it's unconditional love. It's about forgiving yourself not blaming yourself asking for help when you need it and just know that it's it's always going to be ongoing there won't be a day where you'll wake up and you're like yes I love myself so everything's going to work out I think I see a lot of quotes where it's like you can't love someone else until you love yourself and it's like I think that 
the real issue with that is the fact that it's an ongoing thing. Um, and the thing is like, I've decided to, you know, not let someone else into my life until I deal with my own issues because I can't even like, I need that mental capacity. I need that headspace for myself and I wouldn't be taking care of myself if I let someone else take it. If I decide to like, you know, have a partner or start outsourcing my time to my friends and family when really I need it. So it's about really putting those boundaries too. That's, that's another big thing with self-love is putting boundaries with the people in your life, the people that you most care about as well to protect yourself and to protect your headspace, I suppose. But, um, I'd love to hear you guys and love to hear your thoughts about how you feel the media and social media sort of represent self-love. Um, do you guys feel the same way as me? Do you think the messages they send out are healthy? What do you guys think? Let me know. Um, you can contact me at Noted Beauty Blog or give me an email at Noted, sorry, Noted Beauty Blog at gmail.com. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts. And thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode.